0: Greetings people loved by God, welcome everybody to worship on this day that we remember and we commemorate the transfiguration of our Lord. For those who are watching online or listening on KFUO, you may always go to our website which is chapelofthecross.org. There under the resources tab you will find the bulletin for this service you can follow along as we worship and you may give your offering to the Lord using the give tab there on on the homepage of the website. Got a number of announcements to share with you before we start worship today. The Christian season of Lent begins this week. This Wednesday, uh, February 14th, which is Ash Wednesday, we will worship at 11 a.m. and also 6.30 p.m. on that Ash Wednesday, and then every Wednesday thereafter at those same times until we get to Holy Week. We will have dinner also starting at 5 p.m. down in the gym, so please join us for midweek fellowship and especially a midweek worship during the season of Lent. Season of Lent is also a special time to spend a little more time in the Word, not just during worship, but also uh, during our personal devotion time. So to help with that, there are some special Lenten devotions at the Welcome Center. Those are produced by Lutheran Hour Ministries, and those are available for you to pick up and to use during this season of Lent. Chapel will host our annual marriage anniversary celebration right here in the sanctuary We'll start that right around 1230 p.m. we invite all married couples and their families uh, to come and renew their vows and celebrate that wonderful gift of marriage even if you didn't sign up please come Uh, it'll be a wonderful little service Uh, and uh, if you brought a special photo uh, a wedding photo with you today uh, there's a table out in the commons area where after church you can put your photo and we can Um, uh, enjoy those photos together after the service so again that's today at 1230 just a reminder to make sure to sign up as an individual or as a group for trivia night which is Saturday March 2nd all proceeds from trivia night will benefit chapel youth Uh, sign up at the welcome center And please mark your calendars to attend a special music-filled worship service on Sunday, February 25th at the 11 a.m. service. Uh, That will be a special service of praise and song to Jesus, our Savior, and in celebration of Black History Month. So put that on your calendar, February 25th, at the 11 o'clock service. And then also that day, February 25th, after that late service, we will hold an informational meeting for the 2024 LAMP mission trip to Northern Canada. So if you've ever considered being part of a short-term mission trip like that one, please come uh, to that meeting. That's Sunday, February 25th after the late service. And there's more information about that trip in your chapel week- weekly today, including the dates of, the, of, of, of that trip this upcoming July. Our elder for this weekend is David Stalhut. David is right over here. He's gonna greet you at the back door as you leave today. Get to know David as one of your elders here at Chapel of the Cross. God's blessings to you as we worship together today. We stand and share the peace of our Lord, after which we will sing our opening hymn together. the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is the light of the world. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. The true light that gives light to all has come into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to his own, but his own did not receive him. But to all who receive him, who believe in his name, he gives the right to become the children of God. O Lord, our God, we come before you as sinners from birth, without excuse. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. We have seen your light, and have still walked in the darkness of sin. For the sake of the sufferings and death of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us to walk in his light to eternal life. Send your Spirit to rule in our hearts and minds that we may be known as children of light. To the praise of your glory. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of the word, I announce the grace of God to you. And in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks be to God. Amen. Lord be with you. Let us pray. God of grace and glory, before your son turned his face to Jerusalem and Mount Calvary, on another mountain you revealed his glory. Sustain your church both by his glory and also by your grace, and help us to reflect the glory of your love to all through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever, Amen. You may be seated. The reading for this day is from Exodus chapter thirty-four. When Moses the two tablets of the testimony in his hands, he was not his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them. So Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him, and he spoke to them. Afterward, all the Israelites came near him, and he gave them all the commands the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking to them, he put a veil over his face. But whenever he entered the Lord's presence to speak with him, he removed the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the Israelites what he had been commanded, they saw that his face was radiant. Then Moses would put the veil back over his face until he went in to speak with the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle is from Second Corinthians chapters 3 and 4. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we, who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, By setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers, so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
1: of the world, treasure of heaven, brilliant like the stars in the wintry sky. Joy of the Father, reach through the darkness, shine across the earth Send the shadows to flight.
2: The
1: light of the world, from the beginning, The tragedies of time were no match for your love. From great heights of glory, you saw my story. God, you entered in and became one of us. Sing hallelujah! Sing hallelujah. Alleluia, sing alleluia for the things he has done. Come and adore him, but pray for him. Sing alleluia to the light of the
2: world.
1: of the world, come in a manger, born for the cross, to suffer, to save. Like King of heaven, death is the poor, we are by the price that he paid. Sing, of sing, 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 hallelujah sing, hallelujah. sing hallelujah for the things he has done. Come Sing, him. him, sing, him. He will ransom his own through God. He will lead us straight into glory, and there He shall reign. For. Sing, hallelujah, sing, 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 for sing, 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 adore him, adore before
0: We stand. Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the ninth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John with him and led them up a high mountain where they were all alone. Then he was transfigured before them. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. And there appeared before them Elijah and Moses who were talking with Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus gave them orders not to tell anyone what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. may be seated as together we sing our hymn.
3: Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today's message comes to us from the Gospel of Mark, and it includes references of the same account from the books of Matthew and Luke. The transfiguration of our Lord Jesus Christ happens today, as it also is signified from Lent moving towards, or from... The Epiphany season ending and moving towards the season of Lent. As this weekend marks that, we look at the transfiguration of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is that turning point in the narrative of Jesus' ministry. Jesus spent now the first part of his ministry teaching, spreading the good news, healing, and proclaiming that the kingdom of God is near. As he travels throughout Galilee fulfilling prophecy. The last part of his ministry he he does the same but his focus is on reaching Jerusalem where he will change the lives of everyone and everything that has ever been, is now, and will ever be. The gospels of both Matthew and Mark tell us that after six days from Simon Peter's confession you will Jesus takes him, James, and John up a a high mountain to pray by themselves as the other disciples wait at the base of the mountain. What happened on top of that mountain left the three disciples trembling in fear because they were not expecting to see what they saw. For before their very own eyes, God the Father transformed and and revealed Jesus' divine nature in their presence. The scene was so magnificent that the words chosen to describe it in the Gospels was radiant, dazzling, intensely white, and that the face of Jesus shone like the unbearable light of the sun. You would think that these three disciples were used to seeing and understanding that when you hang out with the Son of God, you are going to see greater things beyond your wildest imagination. For instance, miracles that healed people, casting out demons, raising the dead, calming a storm, and even walking on water. In fact, because of Jesus, the disciples themselves had power, had authority over demons and to cure diseases themselves. But these three were scared, terrified, because this man Jesus has kept himself humbled since birth. That is, he hasn't shown his full heavenly divine nature before, but now Now they are seeing something unexplainable, seeing Jesus like they have never seen him before, seeing a a heavenly image. They are terrified, they are scared. Now, I'm sure we all enjoy a good reference from the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 1, verses 13 through 15, speaks of a heavenly image of Jesus. It says, And in the midst of the lampstands, one like a son of man clothed with a with a long robe and with a golden sash around his chest. The head were white, white like wool, like snow. His eyes were like a flame of fire, his feet were like burnished bronze refined in a furnace. And his voice was like the roar, a roar of many many waters. Now did the disciples see this, or did they only catch a glimpse of that heavenly and divine nature, a nature that Satan and his demons attempt to expose over and over to strike fear in the hearts of the people? Jesus however, did not come to display his glory in a full, divine, heavenly nature. He came so that you will believe and have faith in him and in the promises of God. He came in a humbled human form that you would not be terrified of who he was, but know, know that he was there to save you by dying for you, so that your relationship with the one true God will be restored. That's why Elijah and Moses stood before Jesus. They came to encourage him about his journey to the cross. Encourage him as he prepared. Prepared for his death and his resurrection. The very same death and resurrection that they spoke about, Jesus also foretold to his disciples where where Peter rebuked him. Rebuked him because he could not accept the idea that Jesus would suffer and be killed. Peter was being selfish. All disciples were being selfish by attempting to discourage Jesus from fulfilling what God has sent him here to do. This is the total opposite of what Elijah and Moses did, who blessed and encouraged Jesus as he started to head down that difficult road to the cross. We can also see that very same selfishness in ourselves. We encourage and allow Jesus to work in the lives of other people as he has worked and changed our lives. You are a disciple. You are to be a witness, an encourager of the faith, a faith salvation of God. If you are retaining that knowledge for yourself or not living your lives as God has commanded you, then you are rebuking Jesus Christ as well. Jesus died for you. Jesus died for all unbelievers. Jesus died for all people and for all nations. If you don't tell them that, then who is going to? Jesus' death and resurrection is a glorious victory. A glorious victory and everybody, everyone, needs to hear that good news. That through Jesus Christ, there is healing. That through Jesus Christ, there is a son- for your sinful souls that through Jesus Christ there is life, life everlasting because he has restored you and your relationship with God. Do you think that Peter, James, and John understood that when they saw the transfiguration of Jesus? No. No. They did not fully understand the importance of what Jesus has been telling them all along. But you as a baptized disciple of Jesus have the Holy Spirit. Have the scriptures testifying to you revealing the significance of the life and death of Jesus. The law of Moses. The prophets. Even the Psalms speak of it. They speak about Christ and the things that must be fulfilled through him. That Jesus will suffer, that Jesus will die, that Jesus will be raised from the dead on the third day. And because of it, that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations. Something that the apostles and the other disciples at first failed to understand, but they came. They came to that understanding, that knowledge, as they witnessed firsthand the fulfillment of prophecy and Jesus. Jesus actually knew what he was talking about. Now, the law represented by Moses and the prophets represented by Elijah stood before Jesus and the three disciples on the mountain. Obviously, Jesus knew who these two guys were, but there was no indication of how the disciples knew. I mean, no one has seen or heard from these these guys for over 800 to, to 1,200 years. It's not they showed up, reached around. Jesus shook hands with the disciples saying, Hi, I'm Elijah. That cranky old man's Moses. Nor was it a game of guess who the two bearded men in long flowing robes were. No. The answer to this is that God saw to it. God saw that they knew and that they would recognize both of them. God reveals. God reveals what we need to know. He revealed the glory of Jesus' divine nature. He revealed and made known Elijah and Moses. And he reveals all of this to the disciples. And he reveals it to us in his spoken and in his written word. But sometimes, sometimes the way God reveals things is not how we expect it to be, right? Just like how these three disciples did not expect it to be. Now as Peter, James, and John were hunkered down, hiding in their faces, a cloud overshadowed them, and a voice came out of that cloud saying, This is my son. Listen to him. And suddenly. Suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus alone. Now, the readings don't say this. But you can imagine that Moses and Elijah could have been a little amused at the disciples' reactions. For Moses and Elijah both knew how they felt. Because they both, both of them met God and heard God in similar circumstances. And guess what? They were scared. They were scared too. And sometimes all believers can become scared when hearing and sharing God's word with others. But God gave disciples as he gave Moses and Elijah exactly what they needed to hear. Listen to him. Not for Moses, not for Elijah but to Jesus. And that's exactly what we and the whole world need to hear today. Listen to Him. Listen to Jesus. For when God, when God lets us out from our selfishness and, and self-seeking desires, it is Jesus who comes and, and touches you and helps you up by saying, Right and have no fear. Jesus is compassionate, compassionate towards a terrified world. He is compassionate towards you. He's compassionate towards you because he does not want you or anyone else living in that fear. The transfiguration of Jesus occurred front of him. It gave him comfort. It gave him strength and it encouraged him for what was approaching. Jesus came to suffer as a servant as promised by God in your place by having your fate and the fate of the whole The whole world upon his shoulders. Jesus walked down that mountain that day with you in mind. He started his journey to Jerusalem to suffer, be rejected, and die on the cross to pay a price that no one could afford, to pay a price that you cannot afford. And as we can see in this reading of Jesus' transfiguration, it speaks of that passion. It speaks of Jesus' passion on the cross fallen world. It is to give you hope and make you bold. Not like one who used to hide his face from people, but as one who turns to the Lord Jesus. Jesus, who lifts the veil from your faces that you may see his glory, which transforms you into his image. And it makes you free. You know this promise, the promise of suffering and sacrifice, and you know that Jesus, that Jesus did not do it for nothing, but he did it for you. He did it for the whole world. For Jesus. Jesus who stands before you overshadows any difficulties you may face in life. Jesus rose from the dead, and he is the Lord, victor in your life he spoke to you he told you and you listened to him god has revealed his son and you are clinging clinging to the cross and following him what you have in jesus no one no one can take it away ever not even satan you may fall at times out of fear, but it is Jesus who walks beside you and helps you to carry that cross. He touches your shoulder, reaches out and encourages you to get up. Get up, he says, and carry it for a little longer. God's grace, he says, is sufficient for you. His love god's love shown by the body and blood of christ has washed you clean you are a forgiven child of god and an heir to his holy kingdom the salvation plan is finished finished and god is waiting waiting patiently cheering you on as you move through life move moving closer and closer to the finishing line. Jesus Christ is Lord. Listen to him. Listen to him as he encourages you to spread the good news of the gospel to all people. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus this day and for always. Amen. Please stand with me as we confess our faith by the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten Father before all worlds. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I have one baptism for the remission of sins. And I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
0: Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Oh Lord, it is good for us to be here, gathered into your church by your Holy Spirit. Grant that we may be attentive to your word, both as we receive your gifts in worship and as we live out our lives in your world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord, you raised up prophets like Moses and Elijah to minister to your people. Grant in our day an increase of those committed to your ministry so that the church may be blessed with faithful leaders who guide and teach in integrity and truth. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord, in your hand resides all glory, power, might, and dominion. Rule justly over the nations of the earth, that the forces of evil may be restrained. Provide wise and diligent leaders to this and every country throughout the world. Bless especially those who work to promote just and good government. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord, comfort and strengthen those who are sick. We especially remember this day Jay Bensinger, Linda Edgington, Pamela Leonard, Jim Seibert, Alice Lombard, Jewel McDaniel, Chris Techmeyer, Annette Rickert as she recovers from surgery, and Myra Trells as she recovers from surgery. Lord, bless their doctors, nurses, and caregivers. Restore their health and give them strength to endure all things in you. Lord, in your mercy hear our prayer. O Lord, the God of the living and the dead, in your transfiguration, you remind us that the saints are always with you. Comfort the dying and the bereaved, especially the family and loved ones of Mark Openlander, who died in the Lord on January 22nd. Bless them with the certain knowledge that all who die in the faith are forever in your presence. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord, we praise and we thank you along with those who are rejoicing in special gifts of your grace, especially Anaya Cleveland and her family as they celebrate her 15th birthday, and Austin Newber and his family as they celebrate the fact that his cancer that he was diagnosed with is benign. We ask you to continue to bless and to keep these children of God. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord, help our voices and our lives to proclaim the joyful Alleluia in Christ our Lord, that others may see in our actions and hear in our words a faithful witness to the gospel. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend ourselves and all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy, through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. You may be seated as we gather our offering to the Lord. stand as together we sing the offertory. be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Where at his transfiguration revealed his glory to his disciples, that they might be strengthened to proclaim his cross and resurrection, and with all the faithful look forward to the glory of life everlasting. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. forever and ever amen Amen. our Lord Jesus Christ on the night when he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and gave it to his disciples and he said take eat this is my body which is given for you this do in remembrance of me in the same way also he took the cup after supper and when he had given thanks he gave it to them saying drink of it all of you this is my blood of the New Testament which is shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins This do as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. stand. may this eating and drinking keep and preserve you in the true faith until life everlasting. Go in the Lord's peace and in his joy. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, you have given us a foretaste of the feast to come in the Holy Supper of your Son's body and blood. Keep us firm in the true faith throughout our days of pilgrimage. And on the day of his coming, we may, together with all your saints, Celebrate the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. Remain standing as together we sing our recessional hymn, Alleluia, Song of Gladness. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> oh,